Ladies and gentlemen, we have another episode of Master Phil in your corner. With your host, Master, Master Phil. Phil. <laughs> All right, everybody, how you doing today? Here I am, Master Phil, another episode of Master Phil in your corner with my partner in crime, Dougie Fresh Friedman, going remotely from undefeated media studios. And today's special guest is extremely talented, beautiful, strong, nice. I mean, got she I, the accolades for her go on and on and on. Um, and I can't wait for my audience to meet her. You know, it's pretty funny, Doug, that, you know, remember uh, we, we were very testosterone heavy, <laughs> right? True. And we were talking yeah. about, it, like, gosh, I know some, I know some really incredible women. I got to get them on because it's like everybody was a dude. <laughs> <laughs> the only woman I had on was my, was my daughter, <laughs> you know, everybody was like, like guys, like, you know, hard piping dudes and, and uh, interesting characters and so forth. But uh, now we've had a run of women. This is, uh, we we've had a run of women. We haven't had a male guest on in over a month. You know, yeah. uh, crazy. we had Rolando on, but then, you know, then we've gotten shifted toward the uh, estrogen side of the, uh, yeah. and, uh, no, so we've been having fun with it. We have some great, yeah. great, there's so many talented women out, out there that, you know, we got to bring them to the forefront and uh, especially when you're, you're, you're discussing fitness and, and, you know, uh, animals and things like that, you know, uh, women tend to like really, Get, you know, get a have a really good grasp on that, and you know, take it and run with it. Um, mm -hmm. So, but before we introduce our guests, I have to do my compulsory, shameless plugs. Uh, oh my God, that's my little, that's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had to pull it up. Back to work. You're supposed to be <laughs> in school. Or maybe it's lunchtime right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she gave you a nice couple paragraphs. Uh, she said you're not answering her, so she's a little she's a little mad right now. But uh, you could say hi if you say hi, we'll put you on. But she's yeah. like she's she's going at you. That's why I didn't I put know, all of them on. I have my phone <laughs> do not disturb, which is kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so, um, so it's uh, the shameless plugs today will be, of course, you know, my YouTube channel, Master Phil. Tons of mm -hmm. information on that. Um, we have. Uh, <laughs> We have the Body Bell Method, which is the only virtual certification for kettlebells, body weight, and dynamic tension. As far as I know, it's the only certification for all three of those components anyway. Uh, you uh -huh. know, learn how to be a minimalist. Our, uh, our, uh, uh, is, is the, uh, oh, the, the direct site's up, kind of, right? We have a link. Yeah, to so for now, they, they want to go to philross.com for all your stuff. Right. Yeah, everything's on philross.com. We have Survival Strong, the videos, the book. We have um, we also have um, we also have our martial arts classes on American Eagle. We have American Eagle Live as well. You can train along. There's over 140 videos up up there with um, oh gosh, martial arts, kettlebells, body weight, knife work, all kinds of stuff. 
and with the current climate and with the current climate um we have american eagle live which is also there so you can actually follow along with phil while he's in the dojo you're at home and you can follow along with all his workouts and that's american eagle live time to get on board and then also we have ubq fit uh the site is being revamped right now it's still operational but uh, i'll tell you this is going to be one great place for fitness enthusiasts and trainers to come together you know we have uh, there's events one-on-one -on -one sessions there's going to be recorded uh there's gamification you know so they play these games you can win prizes develop a relationship build this online fitness community because hey that's the way it's going folks everything's online look where we are right now so i think that's about it on the uh, shameless plugs there dougie fresh so without further yes, ado, without further ado we are going to bring into our virtual studio the extremely lovely and talented beth andrews right from hotlanta georgia welcome <laughs> beth hey phil what's up how you doing great how are you yeah good good you know just so uh, punch away as always hey, yeah um, you know, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, Beth is down in Georgia and uh, I know Georgia is one of the first places to really reopen after the COVID. And, and you know, I, I asked her, I hit her up. I said, Beth, hey, what's going on? What's the climate? How are your how are your uh, classes going? How are your you know, students and clientele? How are they you know handling this whole thing? And, you know, um, and that was like what, like back in like April or May or something officially open up. Well, I actually never closed. I didn't have to. I could maintain very small groups and stay outside because we what we we fit under the ten and under gathering. Yes. Okay. As long as you stayed outside six feet apart. Um, yeah. So I have a warehouse. We just rolled the door up um, one at a time. They you know got their kettlebells, took them outside. We mm -hmm. had my, my husband spray painted like big sixes six feet apart um of course we're right across the street from the fire station so yeah. you know they they were like yeah y'all are good you know or whatever and mm -hmm. we also consulted um you know to make sure that we weren't doing anything you know that mm -hmm. we, we shouldn't be doing and uh so we pretty much you know got all that cleared what we were doing was totally fine under all the rules and regulations and the lockdown mm -hmm. or whatever um so yeah so however you, yeah. Huh? no no so what were some of these rules and regulations that they slammed down i mean uh you know set out for you uh well we ba you basically you couldn't be inside right we all it, you had to stay outside all gyms had to close as far as the number of people yeah so what we did we just stayed outside um and as long as you're six feet apart, you didn't have to wear a mask, mm -hmm. um, you know, so um, and just all the extra, you know, cleaning everything up. People mm -hmm. left everything outside. There were no mats used. Yeah. Um, you know, we had all the like Clorox and all that stuff. I would spray everything down, let it sit, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, and like I said, it was it was a small handful of people. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't really start to pick up until everything started to open back up. And I, I, mm -hmm. I think our lockdown, it was maybe like six, six weeks ish. 
you know, but we were only very restricted for like three weeks, four weeks, something like that. Um, however, it did take a long time before some of the larger gyms with more people could open up with, you know, the traditional yeah. machines and like all that kind of well, stuff. Well, so, from, yeah, from what I, from what I gathered, one of the major concerns with the gym um, was that, you know, people sharing equipment. But you know, with what we do, most of the time we can we can give them great workouts without sharing any equipment at all. You have your exactly. kettlebell in your space, and boom, good to go. I mean, that's one of the advantages of kettlebell and minimalist uh, training protocols. Um, so now, like right now, you're full blown open, going full tilt, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, we still have a stringent cleaning process. Mm -hmm. We still, um, you know. We don't share kettlebells. I mean, you know, what you get is yours. Yeah. Um, everybody, you know, has to clean their own bells when they're finished. We maintain the six feet apart. Um, you know, I don't really have over seven or eight people at one time anyway. So for me, I didn't have to worry too much about, you know, you probably have large classes, right? 20 people somewhere um, around there. What, what, what I've had to do with this, I limited to 12. Oh yeah. Um, but the thing is, the cool thing is with kettlebells is, I mean, you're always going to be at least six feet apart anyway, because the bell. I know, right? I mean, I've never had it. You know, I always space my people at least eight feet apart, just yeah. in case that bell, you know, that goes. You know, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but you're right. It, you only need one kettlebell, even just body weight, right? So they, the ones who were left and who decided to stay and continue to exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, enjoyed the workouts because I had to change up just a little bit because I do a lot of strength focus type stuff. Um, but they were like, that was so much fun. It was different, you know, yeah. refreshing. And so we've actually kind of maintained some of that, you know? Yes. Hey, look, simplicity is, is where it's at. I, I, like what I had to do, because we, they wouldn't allow us inside out. Plus it was March. So what I did was I, I, all my paying customers borrowed a small kettlebell and a large one and every workout had just either body weight or or focused around the two kettlebells and body weight and that's it uh -huh. man we got strong yeah it's funny i was talking to marty gallagher about it and i go dude i go i don't know how i actually got stronger during this time uh -huh. you just focused on that portion i mean people have all these kinds of crazy equipment I, I, you know what you can have it just give yeah. me my kettlebells, a bar, a pull-up, and dip. Yes, a pull-up bar, some kettlebells. You're oh, good. You're good to go. It's all yes. you need. You don't need all these, these crazy, you know, I mean, I don't know if you're battling ropes. I don't know. I don't like any of that garbage. Yeah. Right, you know, keep it simple and just work on Look, I can tell you, I can make you, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you, I'm going to talk about this. What I, you know, Every morning, Beth, no matter what, I don't care if I'm up till 5 in the morning and I get up at 5.30, I still, I I hit 50 squats, 50 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 10 bridges every day. First wow. thing. Wow. Uh -huh. So no matter what, I hit something that day. Because I know that's I, – I, we met at the – do we meet at level two or at the bodyweight training? I think we met at level two and the bodyweight training. Uh, yep, I think so. Which naked warrior. Yeah, naked warrior, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Beth was a stud there. You know. I mean, that was a great – that was probably – my all-time favorite certification. Yeah, it was Loved fun. it. 
it was challenging. It was fun. I felt like I learned a lot and it mm -hmm. was just all body weight. Yeah. And yeah. Was, what was that called again? It's called a naked warrior. Sounds like a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny because not many people passed that. No, they didn't. I know. Uh, I know. I think only two women passed, right? Yes. You were one. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, how many guys passed? Like maybe like 12, maybe 10, something crazy. Yeah. And, and yeah. The, there I, was I, a lot of people there too, right? Do you remember? People, something like that. And I remember I was the only one that was past their 40s. So I turned 50 that weekend. Uh-huh. And uh, so I was kind of psyched. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool, isn't it? I know at one time, I think I was the oldest person, yeah. our oldest female for yeah. Iron Maiden. But oh, wow. I, I, yeah, so I like I was 39. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. And so I don't know now, like the stats on all that, but right, at the right, time, right. yeah. So that is awesome. And, and, I, and I know, and I remember one of the things was so, I mean, I love it when you, when you, because the women had to do a one arm push up, right? Uh huh to pass the naked warrior but then the guys had to do the one hand one foot one leg yeah one leg, yeah one hand one foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay one leg one whatever um, same thing yeah, same thing same thing um and then i and then i remember you were training to do it and you got it yeah and you got it another time and you put it on video and you were so happy it was so funny i was like yeah, oh, yeah killing it uh, it's funny yeah, I, I, that was probably one of the hardest like skills, you know, that I've trained for, I think mm -hmm. the one-on-one -on -one leg push-up that is like, a, Oh yeah. That's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I do it. I always do it in my, you know, my teacher at college, I always drop to the floor and uh, you know, I'm, I was, you know, 18, 19, 20 year olds and stuff. And I drop to the floor and I bang a couple of those out. And they're just like, hmm. like Oh yeah, come on. You can do it. Get to work. Right. <laughs> just yeah. so, so now, um, so now you also, in addition to your training, you're also a massage therapist, right? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. COVID? How is that? Well, now I actually had to shut down with that. Yeah, um, the rules were interesting with that. Um, so most larger like spas, mm -hmm. they had to shut down for six weeks, maybe something like that. Maybe even longer than that. I can't remember. Um, I got to work a little bit longer because I work under chiropractors and in an office and it's a more of a controlled environment. Well, yeah, so chiropractor, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think I ended up, they, we had one last lockdown where the rules, kept, you know, it was like a little more strict each time. And on that last one, it cut me out for like almost three weeks. So, not too terrible, but my husband kept working the whole time. Kairos were deemed essential. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, but anyway, so yeah, but yeah, I started uh, my massage therapy journey. See, I've been out for a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I was doing a lot of soft tissue work with my clients in the gym. So why not? And well, it just made sense, you know, uh, and I wanted to be able to help people and, and take it to the next level and mesh everything together. I do a lot of movement work, a lot of soft mm -hmm. tissue. So, you know, it was kind of a natural fit. And, you know, I like learning. I like growing. And mm -hmm. it was time for me to do something new and fresh. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a, it's a great thing, especially you know, your husband's a chiropractor. So now you can get people that 
you know, he can write prescriptions for massage. And mm -hmm. now take someone, he can put up, give them adjustments. You can massage them and then you can train them so they can become healthier. You know, that that's one thing that, you know, that um, I think I'm not going to get political, but I am going to say something. <laughs> okay. That, well, it, it, it's unfortunate that the government did overlook what we do as health, as, as fitness, uh, health and fitness instructors. You know, yeah. we want to help people. That's why we're in it. We're in it to help people instead of, instead of, you know, consulting with us and talking with us on how to become healthier, you know, they just look at us as a bunch of like, you know, gym nuts or, you know, fitness fanatics or something like that. Um, you know, which is 100% wrong. Um, and, you know, but we're talking about, we're talking about a country where 80% of the people don't meet the minimum recommended exercise requirements. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and you know what they are. I mean, the minimum, it's 150, yeah. 150 minutes a week. I mean, of moderate exercise. That's like mm -hmm. walking around the block and thinking about a push-up. you know, right. Right. <laughs> Not much. And, and, and only 20% of the people are meeting that. And we expect them to, uh, to understand what we're doing. And, and when, when, you know, over 300,000 people a year, a year die as a direct result of sedentary lifestyle. And if you, you look at, you look at almost every comorbidity with the COVID situation, it's all related to what? Obesity, mm -hmm. uh, diabetes, uh, you have uh, heart disease, high blood pressure, all of these different, uh, all these different illnesses that are directly related to a sedentary lifestyle and being obese. Right, right. I know. Uh, I can't. I can't tell you the the people that stayed during that time where we had to stay outside. You know, because I was like, I'll be here. Mm -hmm. Whoever wants to come, we'll just get together outside. Yep. Thanked me. We don't know what we would do. And, you know, a lot of people had a lot of anxiety. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, it was a scary situation, including me, right? Yeah. We needed exercise oh, more yeah. then, right? To, so yeah. to take away that stress release for these people, I mean, it's crazy. But yeah. yes, yes. And there's some places where they still cannot <laughs> exercise. Uh, they yeah. can't go to the gym, right? Or one of them, you know, they let us be 25%. Whatever, but uh -huh. I, I fall under a different jurisdiction. I'm not really a gym. But I'm a instructional. I'm an instructional fitness facility. So mm -hmm. there you go. Um, that's my yeah, story. There you I'm go. Do it. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I have memberships. I have instructional agreements. Uh huh. I did that a long time ago. But um, now, let me ask you this: How many people? How many of your clientele were afflicted with the COVID? uh one 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 and now did this person recover yes but she did not it was pretty clear where you know her husband uh, from work they let him know he was around somebody as soon as she found out she said you know won't be back i'm probably going to end up with it whatever right mm -hmm. and so but one and i think even in like the massage therapy side mm -hmm. one and now um 
did these people have any comorbidities? Did they uh, recover completely? Did they? Uh, uh, one had asthma, but was actually pretty healthy. Okay. Uh, I mean, outside of that, and the mm -hmm. asthma was controlled, no meds or anything like that. Um, the other, no, very healthy, no, no underlying health conditions, recovered. I mean, it was rough. Oh, I know. But, like, I've had but, a nasty flu that, that <laughs> 20 years ago. I mean, that was nasty. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, but yeah, so I don't really know that many people and I do feel like I come in contact with a decent amount of people. Yeah. Um, so what about you? Anybody? Okay. The only, only one of my, the guy, my number one guy works with me, Eric, he was, uh, he and his family went to California in December, last three weeks in December, comes back in January. So, you know, we're back. We're doing jujitsu, rolling around, sparring, everything, right? Next week, he's sick. Oh. Whole family's wiped out. They have a flu. Uh, they go to the doctor, nothing. Uh, you know, they, they, they tested negative for the flu. So he comes back to work. I mean, he was out for like three, four days, whatever it was. Not, 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 not terribly long at all. Um, and then uh, go back to training. And then the whole COVID thing hits in March. And I was actually, I was actually in LA and I, uh, from oh, wow. the 15th. I flew back on the 15th and uh, got shut down on the 16th. So and you were about to go to Indianapolis too. I know. I'm supposed to be on, um, what's his show? Pat McAfee's Pat show. McAfee's show. I was supposed to fly to uh, Indianapolis to be on his show, but that got canned. Um, you know that knife commercial? Yes. <laughs> he, he, he did a review of it on his on his show uh -huh. he's like, yeah he's like oh my god this guy's nuts <laughs> <laughs> oh, i know that was great that was great when i was flipping through it i was like and i flipped it back and i was like wait a minute like <laughs> so, uh, so, so anyway i come back and then we're shut down and then my buddy goes and says hey i'm gonna go get tested you know because when they came out with the antibody test both mm -hmm. him and his wife tested positive that they had the antibodies. So also my, my department head at the college, she was out sick in January, February with you know, the symptoms of this, but we didn't know what it was. Thought it was a regular flu at the time. So uh, I'm like, ah, let me go get tested. I go get tested. Nothing. I'm like, this guy, well. this got to be wrong. So now, uh, I got tested. I think I got tested again at some point. Still nothing. So now I, I went up to see my son in Maine. He lives up in Maine. So I drove up to Maine, hung out, went to restaurants, bars, the beach, the whole thing. Come back. Two weeks later, I drive my daughter to Florida because she's in school down in Florida now. Mm -hmm. And so I mean, stopped in Georgia, South Carolina. Right. You know, no mask. I'm eating, drinking, going everywhere. Fly back. I'm like, okay, let me see. I go take the quick test. Nothing. I'm like, whatever. Week later, I go again. I said, let me take the let me take the real test and the you know get my blood drawn again. Nothing. So wow. So I had to have been exposed to it. 
had to. I was wrestling with somebody who had it. Yeah, wrestling. wow. Right. And I didn't get it. So I'm, you know, I'm not afraid of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not afraid either. Um, you know, so I mean uh, I, I, I wear, Bill, Bill secretly wants to get it so he could beat it. Beat I do, I do. <laughs> well, and I will say, like, I have suspicions that I may have had it back in, let's see, January, end of January, going into February. Um, you know, it was just very odd symptoms. Uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't get in like for a flu test or whatever. And then finally I was just like, whatever. But I mean, it was a good three, four weeks of, you know, just not feeling good. I just don't feel right. But who knew then, you right. know? Yeah. And my son had some really weird symptoms too and uh, took him. They tested him for the flu, strep, nothing. We don't know what it is. Yeah. And we were like, okay, so yeah, you know, when you look back, you go, wonder what it was. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, well, if um, uh, you know, if you want, to, I guess you can go take the um, the antibody test, see if you have the antibodies in you, and that would uh, <clears throat> that would be helpful. Yeah, and, and if you have it, then you know, hey, you had no problem. But yeah, look, it's got it, look, it's going to affect, is this thing real? Yes, it's real. Do I understand people's fear? Yeah, especially when you're being pounded. I know. You know, people are being pounded. Every time you flip on the news, I mean, all they talk about is this nonsense. Uh, not nonsense, but they talk about the COVID continuously. Well, uh, but it's all packaged in a scare tactic, it seems yeah. like. It's not, nothing is just the facts anymore. Nope. You know, the yeah, media, like, Yes. And it's like you almost can't even you almost have to watch it all and go, okay, maybe two percent of what all of them said is like accurate or true, you know, or at least that's my my beliefs. And, you know, it also it changes a lot, too, you know, but let's talk about let's talk about preventing these things okay, Mm. or at least lessening the effect. Look, you know what? Sometimes you're going to get sick no matter how healthy you are. But I, I, I know you work out like you work out like diligently. Um, and, you know, people don't realize this. I will tell you, this woman is ridiculously strong. She is ridiculously strong. Like, you know, I've seen her lift some heavy kettlebells and do some great body weight movements. So she's very, very strong. Don't let her looks deceive, deceive you at all. Okay. Um, so you do that now, I'm sure, you know, you live a pretty holistic lifestyle where you will, you know, you eat well, you take a, a good vitamin regimen, you know, uh, I'm sure you take your vitamin D, you mm-hmm. know, reason that, right. Uh, mm-hmm. take your vitamin C, you probably take a liquid mineral of some, I take a liquid mineral. I don't know if you do uh-huh. those, those. Those are pretty good. Um, yeah. I'm sure that you, you have a good regimen of uh, healthy whole foods. Well, see, look, I, I'm sure. But I, I know that you probably go and like, you know, if you want to have a pizza once in a while, you do that. Uh, of course. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, but you're not having a pizza every day or cheeseburgers every day. Yeah, right. you're, you're, no, um, you know, I think it's not just exercise. I mm-hmm. think it's like the big picture or uh, there's lots of things 
in that puzzle of uh, health and wellness, right? Yeah. So there's, you know, what you eat and the, the supplementation, because we don't get everything we need from food, um, you know, because a lot of it's just polluted and there's not a lot of like the vitamins and different things mm -hmm. in it, right? Um, but exercise, you know, even if you're not officially training or whatever, just moving every day, going out and walking, right? Getting outside, just moving your body around. And I think um, the other thing is, is making sure you get good sleep. That's really important, right? Because yeah. when you get run down, that's when you get sick. No matter if you're eating good or, you know what I mean? Like if you don't get good sleep, that's when you get sick. Your immune system is lowered and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, so that, yeah, that's one of the big ones. And it's something that I've, uh, you know, made a uh, conscious effort to sleep more. But then I just always get up. <laughs> you know, I'm like five 30. I'm up. I'm like, and, and, and I, I purposely tried to lay there this morning. I made myself lay in bed like another half hour. I'm like, okay, listen, you don't have to get up till this time. So if you fall asleep with the next back to sleep, next 15 minutes, you know, you'll stay there. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I got up. I start doing stuff. So I do my push-ups and sit-ups and everything. Yeah. Like, Are you one of those people that doesn't require a lot of sleep? Five hours now. Oh yeah, see, I require a lot, but I get up at, at four a.m. almost every day. Wow. Sleeping in is four thirty on a Sunday yeah. when I don't have to work. You're lazy. You're lazy. <laughs> yeah, listen, I get more shit done before the sun comes up right. than most people, right? Yeah, I mean, I've been week. up. Yeah, I mean, oh, I've already I've gotten my day going. Yep. I mean, I got so much to do in the morning. You know, I mean, I got to do my own workout. I got to take care of the dog. I got, you know, today I had to yeah. take my daughter to school. You know, I mean, yeah. And then I had to teach my classes and and I'm, I'm working on all these other things. I got, I got, I got stuff to do. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm not going to stay up and, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. but, <laughs> the sleep is an, is an important aspect. And, and you know, you have to find how much sleep you need. Uh, you know, some people need more sleep. Some people operate best on, on less. If I sleep too long, I'm I feel like garbage. Mm. If I ever sleep eight hours, I'm probably sick. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I have to have at least eight hours to really function well. Yeah. And more than that, it's just a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't take naps. No. I, I'm not a napper. You will never catch. I can't nap. I don't want to nap. Yeah. It's it's I go and then I'm dead. I go and I'm dead. And that's yeah. just me. You know, I've tried to find a balance. Nope, that's just me. That's how I work. That is your balance. That is my balance. Is yes. balance. Look, balance is different. I'm the same way. I go 100 miles an hour and I crash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get up. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm off and running again. But you yeah. know, that, that's the way you operate. And you know what? That works for you. Yeah. No, it works for you. Um, so now, now uh, you know, tell us a little bit about your training that you do at, at your studio. Uh, well, we never really talked about that. We talk about everything else, and I tell them how strong you are, mobile, and everything. But yeah, we what, so what, like training, training. Okay, well, training that I do with my clients, mm -hmm. I do uh, group classes. Uh, the most of them are pretty small, and I focus mm -hmm. on mostly on strength. Like we have a, a 
you know, strength and movement. Um, and then we, you know, have maybe a day where we do cardio. But I like, not that it all doesn't kind of get into a cardio state sometimes with um, kettlebells and body weight or whatever. But I have a focus. So like, uh, you know, whatever level you're at, I scale. So we may focus on handstands and squat or handstands and deadlifts, squats and pull-ups on Wednesday. Then we may have like, you know, just like more of an accessory kind of, we do a lot of different movement type, you know, day. And then they all come in and work out more as a group on Saturday where we do fun stuff, farmers, burpees, run, whatever. But I really like to add that strength focus because I think, you know, People, a lot of people, what I see is people doing a lot of stuff and then they still can't do a push up. And then they come in, you know, and it's like, you know, I've never been able to do a push up. Well, have you ever really worked on it? Well, they make us do whatever. No, like you have to work on it. Right. So I, so I kind of gear it a little more towards that. Um, my training is kind of more like that too. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, Things that you have to, if you can't do the basics, what are you worried about these other things for? I know. You know, I mean, if you can't do a push up and a squat and a bridge and a sit up, I mean, come on, you know, get the foundation, the foundation for everything. Uh, and, and without that, you're never going to truly be strong. I know, you know, I know, uh, and, I know. And, and especially as a female, you know. I, I think that's really a passion of mine is it one, it's empowering to share strength with people or how to get strong with other oh, females, yeah. you know, because I think for a long time, you know, and we're, we're thankfully moving beyond the, well, girls just do cardio, you know, all they do is butt and legs, you know, and I'm like, well, if you want your butt and legs like to look better, and your upper body needs to be strong too. If you're going to do, you know what I mean? Like you can't really, you, we're not trying to disconnect things here. So, so yeah. So I focus a lot on strength. Yeah. For that you, know, you know, what's funny is that it's, it, it's still, it's still that way though, because when I do more of the cardio aspects in class, the high reps, my women like it more. Yeah. And do more of the strength based stuff. My guys like it more, uh -huh. but, you know, but I want them all to hate me equally as much. So I wave load and, and I yeah. cycle through and I go, look, I, I go here. The reason that you're here is because you won't do this on your own. Right. And that's why we're here. We make them get out of the comfort zone. But I love the idea. See, see, women need to be strong. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Strong. Yeah, being strong is cool. I mean, you never see somebody say, oh, gosh, look at how weak that person is. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> right? You never hear that. You say, oh, wow, well, Beth is really strong. That's cool, right? I mean, you never see the flip side. So, and, and, and to me, being strong is, is a choice. As long as you have everything working, there's no reason for you not to. Let's, let's delve into this because push-ups, especially for women. I do not allow knee push-ups in my studio. Why? Why? Because you know what? In two years, guess what they're still going to be doing? Knee push-ups. I put them on angles and they can go. Angles. Okay. Well, yeah. so I I still do knee push-ups, mm -hmm. but I 
I agree with you with knee push-ups as long, but you have to incorporate other things. You have to. I don't think it's a great just standalone way to get somebody to do a push-up, right? So yes, but I agree that you have, the angles are a beautiful thing. Um, so. There's also another thing I do you might like. What? I call it, I call it a loaded push-up. And no uh -huh. dog, you're not drinking, getting banged up. And then doing push -up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where I have people, because I think about push-up, right? People uh -huh. say, um, okay, oh, get up in push-up position. Well, it's a push-up. Why am I starting up? Now I'll go down. So what do is you have them start on their stomach, bring their like hands release. here, and then boom, push up. Yeah. I've had people, their first time ever, and most of them are women, uh -huh. first time I ever do a push-up with that method. But I don't uh -huh. want to do push-ups. I, I, you know, I put up one of the bars or you know, put up one of the angles so they have to do uh -huh. it. Because I'm not, I'm not doing it. Because, again, I found that here they are two years later. Still yeah, he's doing the push-ups. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I said, no, you're not doing it in here. But the, the angle method, and the plus it makes him go through the full range of motion as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I just mix it up a little bit more. But, yeah, I would agree. As a whole, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like those the, the loaded push-ups, too, mentally get you prepared because you're not starting up and then, like, struggling to go down oh, to yeah. pop up. Mm -hmm. You're just like, oh, I just got to get up. Right. Well, whether they're on their knees or on their feet, I start them from the floor up. Good. Right. So push so, up. Yeah. And like getting set, getting their elbows in. Right. And like exploding from the floor and learning to maintain tension. Whether, whether they're on their knees or on their feet, we start. That's how they learn is from the bottom, right. not from the top, because that's part of the problem with push ups. They go halfway down and, you know, and everything just gets like totally out of whack from that point. Like there, yeah. there's, yeah. So I like the, from the bottom up. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what I've done too, when they're ready to go up, um, I, you know, I do bottom up and I'll do top down. I, I train the pistol the same way. I said, from the um, bottom. Yeah. From the bottom and from the top and you meet. Uh, right. So, um, but with the uh, with the push-ups, when they're starting to get down, what I do is I'll put something underneath them. I tell them, hey, when you're training at home, put some books there, right? Go down to the book. You give them a target. When you give people a target, they they, they seem to hit it. Eat a lot yeah. easier. Now they're going down farther than they were before because they got a target. And then we right. just put books away. Mm -hmm. now, books away until they can go all the way down. Right. So, now, on the target, I yeah. have I have these long boxes. That literally people, I mean, they're, they're long. They probably would go from your knees up to your head and they're about like this wide. Yeah, and I've yeah. had people literally lay on their stomach, come mm -hmm. down up and tap the box and push back up. And then we lower the boxes. So that kind of fits in your concept, especially once they get to a certain level. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, we're skinning the cat different ways right. it's just those few good. people sometimes you have to get but they don't fit in the progressions so you have to get creative yep, yep. right uh, yeah absolutely. you know yeah. What people, and, and people who don't know push-ups can't tell what you're doing even when you're demonstrating it you're <laughs> demonstrating it perfectly why because your elbows are in and your lats are engaged i can see your lats are engaged Right when you just just show me here, okay. And this is the one thing I I taught a uh, 2013. I taught a, a seminar down at for the ACE Symposium, uh -huh. and I was doing a, a seminar on push-ups. And I had 55 people in the room, 
Now, many of these people were doctors, uh, uh, <clears throat> had their doctorate in training, um, definitely masters. They're all high-level trainers here, right? And 55 people, five of them could do push-ups properly. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is what I thought was so wonderful about Naked Warrior, you yeah. know, and like, and even like, even the PCC, like yeah. the body weight was my absolute favorite, right? Because it, like you said, it lays the foundation and people always think they have to have a weight in their hand. When I started getting really, really strong was when I started focusing on body weight. Yep. Yep. Look, you know, I mean, yeah, if you can't move your body, the thing you're in all the time, if you can't move that properly and with purpose, how are you going to then be able to move something that's external to you? I know. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. Yeah. It's kind of going with body weight and push-ups and all that stuff. So in school, when you're growing up, there's a thing called the presidential uh not anymore. What else? Did yeah, they take that away? Not anymore. No, not anymore. They pulled it out. So they pulled it out. Wow. But my so my my point right. with the whole thing was people are too weak and soft. And that was my point. The presidential, the presidential, you got the award if you got if you completed all the tasks. You had to run a mile in eight minutes. You had to do like 50 push-ups. You had to do a certain amount of sit-ups. And it was these these tasks. And if you did all the tasks, you got a nice diploma, you won right. the presidential. Yeah. Yeah, you got so the my point is. My whole point is, and I'm sure you guys do with training too, is that the presidential is probably just a little bit too tough, especially with the, you know, we're, we're getting softer and softer every generation. But um, maybe if there was something in the middle, so you gain that confidence, maybe if you were doing five push-ups and you won like, you know, not an award, but maybe if you were. Secretary of State, maybe? Yeah, state, the state <laughs> award, whatever. But my point is, like, and if you're if the, these tasks are too strong, these two tasks are too high, too strong. People are not even going to try. Like we had when I was in school, like we had people just walking around doing laps, and they would do the mile in like 20 minutes. And then yeah. the people who were actually trying are doing it in like trying to get it in eight minutes. They were actually trying to get the presidential, but there's some of them are too hard to do, so I'm not even going to try. So I know you guys both probably deal with confidence boosting and and trying to get people to do things the right way. So if they do one push up right, it's better than you know. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ten sets of one good rep is better than 20 shitty ones. <laughs> Cursed. Sorry. <laughs> Am I not allowed to do that? <laughs> I will say this. In our test at school, um, we had we had a flex arm hang. The girls had to flex arm hang. And I Ooh, sucked at it. I sucked at it. I could not do it. The flex. I, I can't believe no, it. No, but you know, it's more, I think the fact that, well, one, I probably couldn't do it. But two, nobody really explained it. I mean, most coaches back then, no. you know, it was like, can you do it? And, you know, <laughs> if you can't do a pull-up, it's hard to tell somebody how to do a pull-up. Oh, that, that, you know, that, that, that brings back a memory of um, – you know, uh, you know, I'd gotten to weight training when I was in high school, and you know, I was always doing my pull-ups and push-ups and so forth. And the gym teacher was teaching us weight training, and we had a universal back then, okay? uh -huh. like the '70s. Okay? Yeah, now, yeah. So this is '70s, and we're there. And the the gym teacher goes, "Well, this lat pull-down machine is to develop the lats, which don't do anything; they just make you look big and walk around with your arms to your side." <laughs> 
gosh, if I'm lying, I'm flying. <laughs> wow. I'm like, yeah, okay. There's a, so this is this is what we were dealing with. I mean, it's not like that now. We saw a guy uh, come up, Ryland. Oh, there he is. Ryland pulled up. He says he does lots of body weight for his kids. Good for you, Ryland. Yeah. You know Yay. Yeah, you know, I, I love seeing that. You know what? PE, physical education. That's what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to educate your body, okay? Physical education. These kids need to be doing their basics. I mean, I, you know, when I – because I you know, teach at the college, and you know what? We have our warm-ups, and, you know, they're doing their push-ups. They're doing their sit-ups. They're doing their bridges. They're doing their squats. You, know, you have to do them. It's, yeah. the basic, it's the basic movements that we need. Right. Know? Right. I, I do think body weight just lays the foundation for everything, you know, and it's hard. You know, body weight is more of a self-correcting form of movement or training, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. because it's hard. It's hard to do a push up if you lose your core. Now, I know people still do it all the time, but usually you pay for it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the pain goes right to your back. And then that's I, know, I know your shoulders hurt. And yeah. then you get a massage from you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, you know, you know the, the thing that the people have to understand is that you have to have this base. Okay. And, and the thing is, the cool thing to me about body weight is, you know what? You always have your body with you. There's always a floor around. Right. I have yet to be in a place where there's no floor. I haven't traveled to outer space. So there's <laughs> floors right around. So you can work out. It's funny. My, my son and I were down, I think it was 2016. We were, uh, went for a family fishing trip down in Florida. And we're in a hotel. And we look at each other. We're going to go down to the gym. We go down to the gym. It was so lame. All that was cardio equipment, some 10-pound weights. I look at him, he looks at me, I go, let's go back to the room. We'll do a bodyweight workout there. Yeah. Between the chairs, pull-ups on the door. You know, you throw a towel on the door and do the pull-ups right. on the door of the bathroom. We had this killer workout, handstands, uh, you know, uh, you know, by the wall and so forth. Yeah. You can work it. I mean, I had such a great workout right there. And I'll tell you, you know, I always carry a jump rope with me too. Uh -huh. do, you do you skip rope a lot or no? Uh, I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm kind of dealing with some pelvic floor issues. <laughs> so yeah, well, jumping around. Yeah, yeah. I, I had I had ginormous babies. And so <laughs> I, I don't know. Jumping rope, just you know, um it yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it one of those. But no, yeah. if I could, would I? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I think you would be able to, I'm telling you, you can train yourself out of that, I bet you. I bet you can train yourself out of that. Because I have uh, this one woman who had four kids. Uh -huh. uh, she's RKC2. She uh, trains with me a lot. And um, she can skip rope now like 300, 400, 500 in a row now without having uh -huh. to go. Wow. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm doing uh, a lot of stuff like mm -hmm. physical therapy and some different things, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. we'll see, you know, um, so I hope I can get back to some of that stuff, you know, but yeah. this is, you know, it, I'm not the only one and there's a lot more awareness around this issue, you know, um, so that'll probably be my next venture. Um, figuring out, I, I, I have full confidence in you, you will figure this yeah. out. Yeah, 
Yeah. So when you see me jump rope again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, On the body weight note, um, and just talking about, you know, taking exercises with you, Mm -hmm. that is one great reason to really learn how to use your body. Um, And, you know, owning a gym, I still do probably 80% body weight training, maybe 75. Only only 25% is with kettlebells and every now and then a barbell, you know? So um, I feel like I need weights a little bit more, just more for like deadlifts um, and to load lower body. Yeah, that's yeah. But I feel like I can rock upper body stuff and never have to. I mean, with body weight, handstands, pull ups, you know. So, yeah. So, I work out at home most of the time. And this is what I tell people even though I have a gym, I don't go to the gym. I don't have time to go to the gym except to work. So, I have a pull up bar. So mm-hmm. when you said you, all you need is a pull up bar and some kettlebells and oh. I don't have every kettlebell at home. I no. have four kettlebells. Mm-hmm. I work out at my house almost every day. I might get make it to my gym one day a week. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, I've I have a similar situation, but I do have uh, like today example. I have like zero time today. Mm-hmm. You know, we are doing the podcast. I have, I had uh, teaching my classes. I have online virtual meetings and then, you know, then I got to have to get my daughter. Then we start here from four o'clock to eight o'clock and I'll be slammed. Yeah. So what am I doing for my workout? Well, I did my workout this morning, but on my little breaks, I'm doing it. I think I'm up to five sets so far. I have a, you know, Decent size bell. I'm hitting uh, 20 swings, flip it up to goblet squat, 10 goblet squats, jump through 14 pull-ups and 25 dips. And every every break I do that. So mm-hmm. I have my fifth set right now. I did yeah. five. So. Yeah. F- feels like the combination of Mr. Miyagi and the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it kind of agrees the groove. Yeah. 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 I do a lot of that too. People. And that's another, I think just misconception. It's like, well, you have to have a workout and it has to last an hour. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And if you're doing it efficiently, it probably shouldn't last a whole hour. I mean, you know, I've done some strength sessions where I rest a lot, you know, and a lot of sets or whatever. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't always have to be that way. I don't know, you know. So, but yeah, you you should be you should be able you should be able to do it in under forty minutes, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. If you go at a if you go at a good pace, I mean, and I have I've had some twenty minute workouts that are just killer. I know. Yeah. I even have this nice little twelve minute workout I do where it's I do two hundred skips on a rope, twenty five push ups, thirty thirty abs, and I do four sets of the push ups and abs and five sets of the rope so i get a thousand skips in 100 push-ups and 120 abs in. yeah awesome that's yeah. cool yeah just you know people have to understand it's like you don't have to go nuts like you said you don't have to and look right. everybody has to do the things we like to do right right i'm what it is and do it and I mean, do it yeah so but, but if you want to get strong you know you have to 
do something. You have to do certain things, right? Yeah. So are you familiar with Herschel Walker? As a beast. Okay. Beast. Have you read anything about his body weight training? Yeah, I've, I've followed his career like his whole life. Yeah, well, you know, I'm married to a Georgia fan. So um, we had to take our son to all the games and he grew up going to all the games. But anyway, so, you know, Herschel Walker. But I love just his the way he works out and his story around body weight. And he still does body weight training. Yeah. And he's he's a beast, like you said, you know, it's phenomenal. He, he, you know, we're, we're, we're the same age. And I mean, he, I think he does like fifteen hundred push ups a day, something something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, I, he's, he's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, and the guy is just built. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know? And that's and no equipment. You know, I mean, that's the same. You don't need all of this equipment. I've always had the minimalist mindset, and I know you have that as well. And mm -hmm. just hearing you talk, it's about the knowledge that you bring to people. It's about it's about the inspiration, the challenging, because because I, I know um, I, I'm you know again you have people of different abilities in the same class uh -huh. before, so I know that I will uh, jump to the conclusion, make the assertion, the assertion, make the assertion that you are uh, including regressions as well as the progressions in the same movie. right, right, and so maybe you want to talk about that a little bit. So uh, so you know not everybody knows what regressions and progressions are right and i do think that this is a really important point like for body weight training because i think people don't know what to do it's really weird because it's like how can you not know how to put a body weight training plan together right yeah. and i think they think you have to do pull-ups you have to do you know what i mean they don't know how to regress it or to make it more challenging and i do think it's educating people Yes. So, um, I train a lot of people online mm -hmm. and, and they'll say, but I don't have any equipment. I'm like, okay, well, let's go. We're good. Like, you know, however, I do say, are you willing to get a pull-up bar? Because I think with body weight training, it's a good, it's a pull, it's a balance. Right. So, um, but yes, knowing the regressions or how to make it more challenging just by moving your hands around, mm -hmm. you can shift, um, you, can, you can change your grip, you know, um, and, and knowing, like you said, you know, that, okay, well, if you want to do a pull up, let's back this out. Where do you start? You know, horizontal rows or like what, a, you know? So yeah, I do a lot of that at my gym and scale. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. And yes. then you also do this on your uh, in your online training with these with your clients too. Yes. Yes. Um. And you know, usually if they don't have any equipment, they get a pull up bar. Uh. And eventually, most people want to learn how to use kettlebells because they don't have to buy a ton of equipment, no. and they're just fun. You can do I, lots of different things. You know. I mean, I think when I first got involved with kettlebells. That was the biggest thing. It was fun. It was you could fun, kind of, right? oh gosh, yeah. You know, and I was like, got this massive sweat and I wasn't <laughs> even like running or jumping around. It was I crazy. Know, you don't have to run. No. And you know how many people can't run? 
right, because of right, their knees or, or whatever, right? And it's like, oh yeah, this is perfect. Just, you know, get a kettlebell. So usually I expand their little home, you know, gym or whatever. And especially once I show them my gym and I'm like, look at what I work out with. It's okay. It's okay. Like, yeah, you can make it work. Um, and this is the coolest part. People who are in my gym mm -hmm. and people that train online, mm -hmm. when they travel, they know how to do a workout on their own. I'm real big on educating people. This is how you do it. And it's so empowering, especially for females to go, I did a workout by myself. I put it yeah. together. What do you think? Right. It's like, I absolutely love that because when I first got into this uh, or exercise and I hired a trainer and all that kind of stuff, you know, it was just empowering to know that I knew what I was doing because before that I would have people come up to me in the gym. Yo, would you want me to show you that? I was a little kind of like, eh, you know, you know, you're a little skittish about doing things because you're like, am I doing it right? Or what? And I was really young because I started training really young. Yeah. Um, but it was learning actually how to lift, mm -hmm. how to strength train, how to get stronger. And once you teach people that they can get stronger, mm -hmm. they usually don't look back. Yeah. They're like. Yeah, they want more. And that's what keeps them going. Not mm -hmm. these programs that it, I'm not saying you shouldn't focus on physique or leaning out or anything like that. But, you know, your body goes through cycles and changes and whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that you do have. Is getting stronger, getting better at a skill, you know, whatever you mm -hmm. have that that will always be with you, because no matter where you are, you can always work on getting better at things. Yeah, that, that you know, you bring up that self-efficacy. When mm. people have that, and they know that they can do it, they feel so accomplished. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, th th there's also many studies uh, that that show like you know, people at, at work in a, in a specific job. It's not so much, yeah, sure, everybody needs to get paid, but if you can give them something that they can take pride in, they have self-efficacy, they have control over it, they have they contribute to it. That means. Uh, a lot more than just a, a title or, you know, a couple extra dollars in your paycheck. Yeah, exactly. And this is what you're giving the people. You're giving them those tools. You're equipping them with the tools to be successful. And, right. Uh, yeah. You can't put a price tag on that. No. And, you know, it filters over into every area of your life, I feel like. It's empowering. You feel like, okay, well, I could do this. I've mm -hmm. conquered this. I can go out and do that in a different area in their life. Right. So yep. like, yeah. So I love my job. I love what I do. <laughs> well, we can definitely tell that. Yeah. Uh, and you're excellent at it. Now, uh, Beth, do you have anything that you're promoting right now? You got any workshops coming up? You got your online training you would like to uh, let everyone know or they can get in touch with you? Uh, <laughs> Okay. Well, so online training, I pretty much, you know, people just message me through Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um, so I train people all over the place, um, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you just pretty much hook up with me uh, with online training. I do a movement screen because mm -hmm. I like to see and make sure people are like we're compatible. Uh, have them fill out um, some, you know, health history and different things. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, 
and I put together movement and whatever their goals are and help them prioritize goals. Cause sometimes that can be an issue, right? People don't understand that this, by working on strength, you will accomplish a lot of other things. Right. right. right? So right. I kind of go through a little process with people. I do the same thing at my gym, but yeah, for online, hit me up. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah. Do a lot of movement work. Um, a lot of soft tissue work I teach online for people, um, strength programs, you know, whatever. So, and I use the equipment you have access to, even if that's no equipment, meaning just your body um, or your gym or whatever. So I make it really simple and easy. So, but the, um, workout so, huh? <laughs> but the workouts aren't easy. <laughs> no, but the workouts aren't easy. No, no. Um, so all you have to do is show up and do it because, and I do think that one, one, what I hear from people often is I don't know what to do. It's not that they couldn't pick a bell up and do swings or whatever. It, they don't know how to put like a productive plan together to reach goals because we, anybody can really work out and make themselves sweat, which is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you need a plan, you're wanting to get better, wanting to get a pull up, a pistol, you know, learn how to do a push up or, you know, even just learning how to exercise and work out on your own, you know? So, mm -hmm. so that's online training. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, it's great to see you. Uh, great to have you on the podcast. You're an awesome guest. We're going to have you back when you have, we'll get something else going on. Um, yeah. You know, we're always doing stuff. Uh, and uh, guys, uh, also, if, uh, if you, have any questions feel free to hit us up later and you know if you want to catch beth just go to one of her uh go to her facebook or her ig or hit her up at her gym and uh you know it's been great having you beth thanks for having me i enjoyed my, it my yeah pleasure. okay guys this is master phil the master phil in your corner signing off strength and honor it's another round of master phil in your corner yeah.